Hi, Josh. Hey, Aya. How's it going? It's going. It's it's okay. I, you know, I had like a really good weekend, like a great weekend. Oh, good. What'd with you do? Kind of a sour ending note. I went on a writer's retreat Ooh. for the weekend with my good friend Jacob Tannenbaum, who I hope to get on this podcast sometime. Mm. And yeah, he's one of my best friends, and he and I are writing partners. So we went on a little retreat to I think it's Lake Arrowhead. What do you mean you think you don't know where you went? We keep saying Lake Arrowhead, but I don't. I don't know if it's exactly where we were, so it doesn't matter. Okay. It was actually like it was up in like a, the mountains and it was actually Ooh. icy and snowing up there. Well, it's not snowing, but there was snow and ice up there. Weird. So being from LA and being able to drive an hour and a half and, you know, have ice around you is really interesting. That's very cool. I, I want to come visit. I, I don't know why you never invite me. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we went up there with him and his dog, Sweetie, who's wonderful. And we just, you know, we had like a wood fire and it was just like a wonderful, relaxing time. And we wrote an entire episode of our TV show that we've been working on for years. That's awesome. I'm sorry. I'm laughing at my cat, not at you. I can hear your cat. Your cat is, no, your cat is responding to the story. I get it. She's yell like very, oh, she's going to do a flip. Are you going to do a flip? Oh, sorry. I thought she was going to do a flip. I could turn the (laughs) camera and see but no, okay. that's okay. I believe you. I'm sorry. So you wrote a whole episode of, we wrote an entire episode of our TV show that we've been working on mm. for quite a while now, uh, this four mm. of us, but Jacob and I are the writers. Mm. You know, we also write other stuff. We wrote a film called active shooter, which I've told you about as well. Oh yeah. We yeah. need to watch that. <laughs> you still don't watch the short. <laughs> well, we also wrote the feature of it, which is, you know, we're doing all right. So yeah, we're a good writing team. And, you know, we got on this little writer's retreat, got an Airbnb, this cabin, and we just wrote all weekend and it was super productive and it was super fun. And I had a great time. Like it was one of the best weekends I've had in a long time. And then uh, on the way back. Wait, wait, one second. I know you have things to tell, but what was this an official writer's retreat or did you just make it into a writer's retreat? We, you just said you rented an Airbnb. So like, yeah. were you just like, okay, we can't talk to anybody for the next this. And Jacob and I knew we needed to write this episode. We wanted to write, mm-hmm. you know. This is actually the third time we've done this. Okay. So we go and we write. Like, it's, it's a good way to get writing done, you know, because there's a lot of distractions in our everyday world. Yeah. So we actually put money into going on a little retreat. And then that entire weekend is intended for writing to get done the thing we wanted to get done. Right. But you don't like sign up for a writing retreat. You made this no. into your own writing retreat. No, this okay. is our own personal. That's very cool. Retreat. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, it works. It worked really. And mm-hmm. I was very happy because we were like very productive. We wrote the entire episode from scratch. Cool. That's awesome. I mean, we had a beat board and everything, but you know, mm-hmm. yeah, we each wrote like over 30 pages each. And you put Whoa, it together, I want to do that. Hour long episode. So very cool. Okay. Sorry, yeah, I so, you. No, no, no problem. And I was just, yeah. So on the way back, we, <laughs> Jacob's like, we should stop to take a picture. Mm-hmm. So we stopped to take a picture. It was a beautiful view with the dog. And I, was stupid and you know because I when I take a picture with like my and I'm wearing sweatpants or whatever usually if I have like stuff in my pocket it's like kind of bulging out of the pocket it's really irritating so I took my wallet and keys out of my pocket and I put it on top of the car Mm -hmm. and I'm like yeah I'll grab that in a second and I didn't and we drove for like an hour and a half back before somebody like we were driving next to on the freeway was like hey like roll down our window you've got there's a key on your like on the back of your car. And I'm like, what? Oh, like the key slid down onto exactly. the, the key slid back. into the back, like between the oh, window and the trunk and the wallet. And we pulled over. I somehow my key magically made it, but the wallet did not. Oh my, I was freaking out. Like, I was like, oh my God. 
everything in there. So I made the decision to drive all the way back in my own car because mm-hmm. we drove back in Jacob's car. It's like two and a half hours it took me to get there. It would take another an hour and a half to get back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so four hours of driving. Or more. I mean, I, I do the same for my wallet. Yeah. Yeah. How much of a pain in the ass is it to have to re- get all your new stuff? Like- exactly. Right. And I had like a geotag. That photo we took was actually geotagged. So I was like, oh my oh. God, I know exactly where we were. Yeah. And I went back to that exact spot. But of course, you, we were driving. So I have no idea where it flew off. Probably at the beginning, but yeah. Maybe, but I looked around for like 15 minutes and then it got dark. Oh no. Also, I was on one of those windy roads coming down a mountain. So there wasn't really anywhere to walk that was safe. Mm. And cars were coming around corners and it was just not like feasible. It was, yeah. I had no idea. I couldn't see very well. So I eventually gave up and I drove all the way back and I guess I spent even more money on gas and I had a bunch of money in there. So it was not a pleasant experience. I I mean, someone might find it and give it to you. Maybe, but also like on one of those winding roads coming down the mountain, if it fell there, I feel like people don't usually walk out there. Those are the roads. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like a narrow, like whoop, 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 like it snakes around and it's like there's barely room for cars, let alone people walking next yeah. to it. Yeah, whoop, whoop was right. <laughs> <laughs> I was making finger motions as well. Yeah. To illustrate. Yeah, it's exactly, that's exactly it. So I'm sorry to hear that. That sucks. Yeah, that it does. I canceled all my stuff. I ordered yeah. a new license. I, not just my American ones, my Canadian ones are in there and my Canadian health card. And, what are you uh, keeping all this stuff with you all the time? I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I'm blaming the victim right now. I don't have actually too much. This is Although, not even, I don't actually keep everything in there, but I thought that's another form of ID might be useful. Right. My COVID vaccine card was in there. Oh, you guys got a card. So now nobody will believe you anymore. Well, I have a picture if they continue to take a picture. You've attracted, you've become an anti-vaxxer by losing your wallet. Yeah. No one's going to believe me. Like, sure. Yeah. Okay, sure. buddy. Yeah. Sure thing. <laughs> anyway, that aside, I don't regret anything because we got so much writing done and mm. it feels really good. That's good. Yeah. We've actually decided we have, we're writing a whole season of this TV show. So yeah. Bring us up after that downer of an, I lost my wallet. <laughs> well, it's, it's, so we, this was the fifth episode we wrote. Cool. And th- these are hour long episodes, like over like 60 pages. And it's, it's going to be filmed. I mean, I hope right. so. Or we right, want right, to yeah. get this thing made ultimately. So we've now written half the season and we're deciding to write basically, and I hope we stick to it an episode a month until we're done. Mm. And we have a whole process to it. We're beatboarding the one after it while we're writing this one. We're hoping within a few months, we'll have the whole season. It's a ton of writing. It's a ton of work, but we're in a groove right now. So that's really cool. Very cool. One more question. What is the word beatboarding that you've used twice now? And I've realized I don't know what you're saying. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we kind of created a, it's like a visual like board, I guess you could say yeah. where like a dream board. I don't know if it's a dream board. Like basically, <laughs> the writer's dream board. You have like colored boxes, and you can kind of visually put your scenes in order. You beat them out. It's called right. Oh, so, like a scene board. Yeah, yeah. So we can, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's or, a better, you know, a beat board. <laughs> <laughs> right, like right, like narrative beats. That's what yeah. the beat is. Oh, yeah, I get it. Exactly. Narrative beats. Not. I was thinking like like beatboxing and I was like guys like you beatbox to get your ideas out like I don't know maybe it's some kind of it's, uh yeah not not at all what this is okay I mean you can beatbox while you beatboard and that's what we're doing that you know the beatboarding is not just me and Jacob that's you know Tamar right. and you know the rest of my group oh fair oh fair is the other one yeah although yes, t- Tamar's one is beatboarding with us right now right she's like really good at it too so beatboard, beatboard. Yeah. beatboard. <laughs> it's kind of cool like she'll like lead the beatboarding Sounds session cool. 
where we like figure she like, you know, we'll order all our scenes as we figure them out and mm-hmm. write down our notes as we're saying them. She gives us, you know, a nice colorful visual representation, different storylines are in different colors. And then it's like, okay, Jacob, Josh, go write. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know, we have this deep board to work off of. So we divide up the scenes and that's what we did. Very cool. I actually do want to hear more about that, but I don't think that's our topic of the day. Not at all our topic of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I shoehorn uh, in a segue or something, but yeah no. and but before that uh oh. what's going on with you i i'm good um no 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 actually, <laughs> i yeah, do have an, on with your computer i had an annoying thing just happen well i got a lovely new computer which i've been using for the past few days and then we were gonna do this can you hear that dog barking i can yeah did your cat turn into a dog <laughs> <laughs> there's it's an open window now it's a closed window Yes, my cat turned into a dog. <laughs> so yeah, I've already complained about my computer. I got a nice new computer a few days ago, and then we went to record this episode, and I went to plug in my <laughs> USB, and for whatever reason, I thought when I bought this that I got the right kind of USB that I need, but I don't know. They call something a USB 3. Who, who knows? Like, just call it what it is, which is a tiny little hole that no normal USB fits into. So and I don't have any of those fancy little tra- uh, trans whatever. You have the wrong type of USB in your computer. Yeah, like I don't even know if there were options for the kind of USB that I need in the computer that I got. So like, because right, there's like USB A, USB C. Yeah, and I I really thought that I got that, so that's why I was looking around. And I was like, no, it's got to be here somewhere. So no, it is not there anywhere. So I had to connect up to my old computer that does not work so well. But oh, is this it's Apple? A little frustrating. It's Apple. Yeah. Right. Are you like an Apple person? Are you are you loyal? to apple aya i'm not i don't like to use that i'm not loyal to apple i like many of their products i'm not loyal to not loyal to a brand i don't generally feel loyalty to brands oh shit segue i do like apple products (laughs) (laughs) but i mean things like this annoy me but i've i mean i've had so much more luck overall with apple computers than i have with any other kind so Mm -hmm. in a way it's more a loyalty of convenience than a loyalty of anything deeper. Right. Would you say that loyalty is conditional? Oh, that loyalty is very conditional. Like I <laughs> I have no love for them right now with this uh, oh. lack of a USB. Although I otherwise love this computer. So oh. it's green. Not because it's green. But it is green. This is a great segue. Yeah. I, I feel like I talked longer than I needed to after we got the segue bit. But no, no, it's great. Yeah. So what are what, what does it seem like we're talking about today? Oh, um, I don't I don't know. Beatboards? Beatboard. Beatboard. Beatboxing? Beatboard. Welcome back to Adulthood Friends. This is the discussion-based podcast where two former childhood acquaintances, now friends, discuss the things that... Why don't you come up with one this time, Aya? Loyally. The things that loyally matter. Does that work? Yeah, that loyally. That's your adverb of the week. Oh, and I'm Aya. Oh, I'm Josh. And welcome to episode 33. 33. Yeah, 33. We're both going to be 33 soon. Oh, no. I shouldn't have said that. It's It's just sad. No, it's fine. It's not sad. I'm fine with that. I'm I'm ready for it. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm not. You're not? (laughs) (laughs) Too bad. It's happening. You can't help it. So, yeah, we're going to talk about loyalty. Is loyalty always a good thing or when shouldn't we be loyal to something? Can loyalty be conditional? And what are the consequences of not being loyal? Also, why does anyone demand loyalty? Why is anyone loyal to anyone? Yeah, why? Why bother? (laughs) So we're going to talk about that right now. Let's get into it. (laughs) And we're back. So good to be back. Josh, 
You say that every time. Is <laughs> It is. It's uh, good to be back every single time. I don't want to be gone. You're so loyal to the way that we've done things in the past. I can see this is going to be a thing. It's going to be <laughs> a thing. Yeah. What are some of the things that you can be loyal to? Things and people. Or you know what, Josh? Do you want to start us off with a little definition here? Oh, my God. Do I get to do the definition this time? I think it's time for you to do the definition. Okay, well. Partly because this computer can't do more than one thing at once. So. Oh, you and your computer. <laughs> It's what happens when you're loyal to the wrong brand or any brand. I'm not loyal. You just said. <laughs> okay, well, I found a good Wikipedia definition here, so I'm just going to go with that. That's why I usually do the definitions. Oh, you find like something better? I find something a little better than Wikipedia. But that's well, that's what happens. You come to me for a definition, you're going to get like Wikipedia. That's okay? fine. You know what? <laughs> Wait on me. All right. So, loyalty in general use is a devotion and faithfulness to a nation, cause, philosophy, country, group, or person. And it also notes that philosophers disagree on what can be an object of loyalty, as some argue that loyalty is strictly interpersonal and only another human being can be the object of loyalty. Who says that? And then there's also a definition of loyalty in law and political science, mm. which is the fidelity of an individual to a nation, either one's nation of birth or one's declared home nation by oath naturalization. Okay. Too many things there, but I'm going to take the beginning part of it. <laughs> who are these philosophers that say can only be a person? I think that's, you know, dumb. like whoever they are, they're stupid. Usually I'd be like, who knows? They're just saying philosophers, but it's Wikipedia. So I could click on the word philosophers yeah, click. here. <laughs> it says a philosopher is someone who practices philosophy. Yeah, it's going to give you, Josh, it's going to give you a definition. If you're clicking on the word, no, there should be like a little number. Is there not a little number next to it that shows not next who, to the, which philosophers? Not next They're just to saying that some one. philosophers? There's a number next to the first part, but not to that, no. But I'm sure as we go, if you read the whole Wikipedia page, which none of us did. <laughs> I feel like that's just the Wikipedia writer being like, I'm a philosopher and I think it's only for interpersonal. And then they just wrote some philosophers and didn't cite anything thing and then that's it yeah so that's our that's our definition <laughs> good job well done sorry that i shot on you the entire time okay so we got some things there some things you can be loyal to in terms of interpersonal relationships family friends a partner you know there's stuff like in what's that movie the godfather where they've got like you know the family like organized family. crime yeah <laughs> a gang or a mafia yeah a gang a crime family it's funny because that tv show that i'm working on has kind of got that element and we're oh does it we're just talking about that but i digress you sure do <laughs> you can also you can be loyal to a sports team a political party a country a brand brand a brand like you are with apple i'm not for the like fifth time i'm not <laughs> loyal to apple it's just it's convenient most of the time. Until Are there any brands that you're loyal to, Aya? Brands? You're like, no matter what, this is my brand. Mm, I'm not really a brand person. Like, unless I feel some brand really like stands for something, but I can't think of any that do. Don't really. Yeah. I think brands are difficult because behind them, there's always just someone trying to make money. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just, it's hard to be loyal to that. So what is it easier to be loyal to then? You're saying there's something like negative behind it. There's something not very yeah. genuine or purpose, you know, that has like a good right. purpose behind it or meaningful one. So when does something, whether it's a person or anything, when is it good to be loyal then? Well, I think there's a kind of trust that has to be there before there can be any kind of loyalty. Mm -hmm. So if someone 
let's say if it's a person, I think if they earn your trust or if they are a certain way, yeah, I guess I, I need more detail there. But yeah, after they've reached a certain level of trust, it's like, okay, you've earned my loyalty. It's like, now I should be loyal to them. And what is it? But to a point, it's always conditional. And we're talking about like a certain devotion and faithfulness. And we usually we think of loyalty as like, mm. this is a long-term commitment, right? Right. Yeah. So do you think that we should be loyal to anyone or anything? Is it actually a, a bigger question, like right? Anyone at all ever? So for example, I have friends and maybe you do too, or you know people who talk about loyalty as this virtue that is top tier for them. It's, mm. it's number one, loyalty. I demand loyalty above all else. Mm. Now, first of all, I understand why someone might demand loyalty. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like for example, your work, if you go to a job, right, they might demand or want loyalty from you. Because that's in their benefit. Of course, yeah. For someone to be loyal to them no matter what. Right. But to earn loyalty is another thing. And do you think once somebody is loyal, like, is that something that it's like a vow that you made and you have to stick with it no matter what? Are you not loyal if that changes? No, I think I think loyalty should always be subject to certain conditions. Like you shouldn't be loyal at the expense of integrity, or you shouldn't be loyal at the expense of safety or or morality or morality yeah exactly like this is just an example if you find out your brother killed someone what do you do are you loyal to your brother or would you hide the body with your partner yeah would you exactly like i mean theoretically (laughs) that's what loyalty is is asking for yeah right so i mean yeah so it's conditional for you it's conditional yeah of course It, it is conditional it's also conditional i mean we mentioned cats and dogs earlier and i i get told at least my family like dogs are so loyal though cats aren't loyal and i was like cats can be loyal but they're more selective about it so like they're conditionally loyal they're conditionally loyal and i i don't think that's a bad thing like yeah you could like abuse a dog and it'll still be loyal to you exactly that's exactly what i was gonna say like it's an unfortunate side effect of loyalty that sometimes you know dogs end up in very abusive situations just like people who are loyal can often end up Mm -hmm. in in and it's not to say don't be loyal it's just to say don't be loyal at the expense of something that you should value more than loyalty like right your own well-being or your morality things like that yeah i agree with you so much aya oh that's nice but i feel like we're talking about this like it's of course but that's not what we hear usually no it's it's not and i have good friends that First of all, I appreciate that about them because they're like loyal to me, you know, and (laughs) and I feel loyal to them in a way because I do think loyalty, here's the thing. Some people think that loyalty is this, well, we said virtue, but positive trait that we all aspire to. Mm, I don't. That we should aspire to loyalty. Loyalty is is wonderful. Like you should aspire Mm -hmm. to be a loyal person. People love hearing about loyal people, but like, again, loyal to who and to what? And it's possible that someone can earn that loyalty and then betray it. Right. Yeah. And if someone betrays your loyalty, should you still be loyal to them? Are you a worse person if you don't keep that quote unquote vow that you made? <laughs> yeah. It's a, I, I would like to say that some loyalty is good. It, like before we, I know I'm enjoying shitting on loyalty, but some loyalty is important and some of course. kind of, it just has to be earned. It has to be and earned maintained. or you can start at a level of loyalty. So for example, I mean, I use the example of if you find out that your sibling has murdered someone, what do you do? But before it gets to that kind of extreme, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a sense of loyalty for close family or for your good friends, just as a baseline, even if they haven't necessarily, quote unquote, earned it yet. You know, like that 
they haven't unearned it yet, right? They just get it by default. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing, right? I mean, it's, it can be part of being a trustworthy person, a person that people know they can rely on if they need it. That can be a very good thing. It's only when it's taken to an extreme or it's used as a kind of manipulation by people who, yeah. right, people who require loyalty from you. Yeah. And you know who I keep thinking about? Who? Donald Trump. I don't get that one. Yeah. You don't know what I'm talking about? Because like, I don't know. Donald I... Trump is one of those people who demands loyalty. He says loyalty is this, you know, he always talks about loyalty as uh, he's so loyal. I love him. He's such a, lo- I demand loyalty. But he's such a slime ball that I can't see like. No, but that's the thing. It seems crazy to have a person like that demanding loyalty when, what is he loyal to other than himself? That's the thing. He demands loyalty and there are people who are so loyal to him, mm-hmm. but he doesn't, he betrays it constantly. Right. Right. The moment it's not in his interest, he doesn't stick with somebody or stick by somebody. Like, here's where I think loyalty can be a good thing and why people value loyalty. If someone does earn your loyalty, let's say you really are loyal to a friend of yours who's done amazing things for you. But now in the public image, there's, I don't know, there's some reason that people are calling for them to maybe step down from their work or... Mm -hmm. Maybe they think somebody else is better for this position or other people are calling for this, right? But, you know, they didn't do anything bad. There's just some public perceived sentiment. And maybe it's good for you, maybe even for your business or whatever it is for you to like listen to that public call. But being a loyal person to your friend, you defend them even at your own cost. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of the idea that you stand up for what's right or who is right, you know, at your own cost and that's the good type of loyalty where it's like you're if they deserve it i should say yeah if if they deserve it sometimes it's okay to give people a chance before they've necessarily earned it it, yeah but that's not the same well giving someone a chance is not necessarily the same is it well i mean okay for example take me and you so i've known you since well we've known each other since we were really little kids really little really really little so small soon it's going to be from three to 33 oh yeah yeah (laughs) So does that inspire a sense of loyalty? Again, we're talking, it's weird. I feel like we should have brought somebody on this episode who they're all about loyalty. And I have good friends who are like that and they would tell you why. But then we wouldn't have time because they'd be like talking about how great it is to be loyal all the time. I feel loyal to people who are one, good and have that sense themselves. That's the problem Mm -hmm. with the Donald Trump thing. People are loyal to him, but he doesn't show any loyalty himself. He's more of a brand. In my mind, he's more of like being loyal to a company than being loyal to a person, right? Because they're loyal to the Trump brand. Yeah, because he's not like a moral human being. Exactly. That's the thing. We're talking about brand. Like people get loyal to political parties. Mm -hmm. And I think it's okay to be loyal to a person if they earn it. But I don't think, I think there are some dangerous things to be loyal to. I don't think anybody should be loyal to a party because parties, companies, brands, like they can change what they are. Right. And therefore, what are you loyal to then? Right. The name? Mm. What you should be loyal to maybe is the underlying cause. Like I think it's good to be loyal to a cause. You can be loyal to wanting to, I don't know, save the planet. Right. That's a noble cause. Help the animals, help the environment. You can be loyal to that cause. And, you know, some people, here's an example. You're running a company, you're making a lot of money off of something that's like polluting the environment. And you realize, I believe in helping the environment, even though it's going to cost me money, Mm. I'm going to change things up to help the environment. That's being loyal to a cause. And I think that's a good thing. But being loyal to like a party, it's kind of like being, I guess it's not exactly like being loyal to a sports team because it's not, there's no real harm in being loyal to a sports team. But the idea is the same. It's a group of people that is often changing, right? Like, yeah. 
Exactly. Like some people are loyal to a team that isn't even the team it was before. Like it's interesting when you look at the two parties in the United States, the Republicans and the Democrats, the Republicans used to be the more liberal party and the Democrats used to be the more conservative party. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. They like switched at one point. Weird. Yeah. Were they just like, "Mm, I don't like this name. Let's switch. Or is it just like a slow evolution? It was just a, yeah, they just kind of shifted, you know, it's usually because whoever the representative is leads the party down a certain path. Mm. Do you think Donald Trump is leading the party down a path of conservatism or was he? I don't, wouldn't even call that conservatism. It's something else, something worse. Trumpism. Trumpism, exactly. I'm so tired of hearing about stupid Trump. Okay. I know, I'm sorry that I brought him up, but it's a good example of <laughs> misplaced loyalty, in my opinion. Right, misplaced loyalty, yeah. Do you believe that for there to be loyalty, there has to be love? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I just hit you with a shocker right yeah. there. Yeah, um, no. No, right? No, I, I don't think it has to be love. I think there does have to be trust. There has to be a trust that both of you want what is best for each other. For you to maintain your loyalty, yes. But do you think for anybody? Oh, for anybody, like in general, how people, where people place their loyalty, if it's always based on love. Yeah, like, do you believe that there's... I think there's lots of reasons people put their loyalty into things, and I don't think it's always love. What are some of those reasons? Well, I think there's kind of an admiration, potentially. So, I mean, what you're saying with Trump, what we're saying even with the brands, like, often people subscribing is that the word word? like people yeah yeah, subscribing to an ideology or Mm. identifying with a brand and being loyal to that brand is more about them wanting to be the kind of person who is connected to that thing than to that brand or to that person than it is about love or trust or anything like that it often starts with love or trust right it starts with this idea that that might be there but loyalty can maybe last can kind of go beyond the idea of loyalty is even if that's gone, when that's gone, will you still be? Right. I, I think healthier loyalty, better forms of loyalty are based in love and trust and all of those other yeah. higher noble qualities, you know. Yeah, but misplaced loyalty is when you stick around long past the due date. Right. Yes. So the person that stays with their abusive husband because, you know, they made their vows yeah. years ago and they're a loyal person no matter what. You know, people sometimes stand up even for their parents or their children when they really shouldn't like. Yeah, I agree. You know, and like, you know, when people are getting married, you know, there's those marriage vows like in sickness Mm. and in health. Yeah. I will stand by you or whatever it is. Yeah. I think they should add like a clause in there, except if you like fucking beat me, then uh, no. (laughs) I mean, there should be so many clauses in there. Like, unless you beat me, unless you cheat on me, unless you're just like generally a dick. Yeah. Um. (laughs) I have a friend right now who's like still insanely loyal to his marriage. mm. I mean, I'm hoping that's cracking, but like it's abusive. It's emotionally abusive. Josh, what kind of a friend are you trying to hoping that this guy's loyalty is cracking? I'm hoping he gets a divorce. I'll say it right here. I hope he gets a divorce because I think it's unhealthy and it's toxic. And it's, I mean, it's led him to like terrible, dark, suicidal thoughts. Like Mm. at that point, question your loyalty. Yeah. I think one should question their loyalty when it's not. Okay. There's two things. When it's not benefiting you, that's not necessarily the reason to question your loyalty. If it's not benefiting you financially, no, there's better reasons to maintain your loyalty, trust and love and all those things, doing what's right, the cause. But when it's actually toxic Mm. to you and when the person or place or thing you're being loyal to betrays that loyalty, I'm sorry, it goes both ways. When it's only loyalty for loyalty's sake, that's 
like just to say, no, I, I have to be loyal. Because you believe in the idea of loyalty itself. Right. That's it's the like, issue. It's ridiculous. Because it can be toxic, like what you're saying, or it can be yeah. manipulative or it can be because people can call in loyalty very easily saying like, mm-hmm. like, it, let's say I ask you for something that you can't give or that you're like, what the fuck? And you're like, oh, I, I can't do that. I'll be like, man, come on. Like, I've known you forever. We've been We've known each other since we were three years old. Mm-hmm. We grew up together. Yeah. That would be, that's a manipulation of it is. what should be. There's an unwritten contract in there a little bit too. Like, yeah, I'll be loyal to the idea of the person that I, I think I know, right? Mm-hmm. I'm loyal to the version of Aya that doesn't murder people. <laughs> you know? But as soon as, Uh-oh. as soon as Aya is like, Josh, I murdered somebody. I need you to just help me hide this body. No questions asked. I'm going to say, I'm sorry, I, I have questions. <laughs> like, well, that's good to know. Cause okay, yeah. first I'll hear you out. I want to understand what's going on. Oh, okay. At least at I least that, that much. I'm not I'm gonna be like, I want to understand what, what's going on first. I'll listen okay. to you first. You know what I mean? Okay. And then depending on what you say, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I murdered this person because they were trying to massacre me and my family. And if anybody finds out about this, I'll be in danger mm-hmm. for a long, long time afterwards. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll help you out. What do you mean, maybe? <laughs> What do you mean, maybe? <laughs> no, That's in this a, case, of course. yeah, Come of on, course. Man. We'll we'll hide the body yeah, and we'll, we'll do what we can to keep Thank you safe, Aya. Jeez, yeah, yeah, of course. Come on, course. why did I have to ask so hard for that one? <laughs> and I assume you do the same for, for, for me, right? Um, yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, I, I totally believe you. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would help you. Also, course. what kind of friend does that? Like, <laughs> hey, I need you to. First of all, it says what kind of person you are if you demand something of somebody else that will hurt them. Right. Yeah. You have to believe that it's also like if you're a loyal friend, why would you do that to somebody else? Why would you bring them into something terrible unless it was desperate and you felt like, okay, of course, you you might do it if you're desperate. But I think there's a certain element of if you help me out, we'll both be okay, kind of a thing. Right. If you end up hurting someone else to help you. Yeah. What kind of friend are you? Yeah. No, that's a good point. And I mean, like, well, you were saying that you would have questions. So yeah. if it weren't such a crazy case scenario, what if it were just like, listen, I just, this person was pissing me off and I just, uh, you know, I took a little too far, just uh, casually, you know, don't tell anyone, help me hide the body. Yeah, That's a little bit fucked up. It's like, I love you. I care about you, but I'm going to give you a chance to do what's right and call this in before I do. Right. So that's good to know, because really the actual reason that I wanted to pick this <laughs> loyalty as the topic right. There's something was that you to did find, and you need to find out the truth of how yeah. much I can depend on you. Exactly. And I was going to invite you into my crime family, but. Oh, no. Turns out apparently you're, you just don't have what it takes because um, no questions asked is uh, what we demand of our <laughs> members. Yeah. That specific thing. No questions asked. So you believe you should always ask questions, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you should always ask questions. I don't like any of those no questions asked loyalty. I don't I don't believe in that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's craziness. I'm sorry. I mean, maybe. Yeah, no, there's no you. I, I'm sorry. You need to have the information. Yeah, I understand that if you trust somebody a lot that you shouldn't have to, mm-hmm. but no one should demand that you don't. Right. Right. Yeah. And I mean, there are certain cases where you could be like, I know this person and I trust them and I but. I mean, it's kind of hard to, <laughs> now we're just kind of reaching it, grasping well, it, straws, is that what they call it? Yeah. Well, I have a question. So, oh, you know, okay. the ideas of patriotism and nationalism, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's like a certain loyalty in oh yeah in those terms, right? What is, what's the difference between patriotism, by the way, and nationalism? What the, what is this, a pop quiz? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't 
no, I didn't study for this. Um, nationalism rose in the 19th century. I know that when nation states became a, a, a thing. Yeah, nationalism was kind of like, I think it's the, it's a little different. I think it's the idea that, you know, your country first kind of a thing versus other countries, right? Mm-hmm. What's the difference? And sort of like kind of putting that above anything that your country needs. Is oh, above so others, you're saying right? patriotism is just- Yeah, well, patriotism though literally is, I'm reading a definition here, devoted love, support and defense of one's country, national loyalty. So what's the difference? Well, patriotism, actually, people think is more okay. You can kind of... You can be patriotic without being nationalist. Like you could be patriotic for your own country without being against other countries. You can still be... Yeah, I think nationalism is kind of the idea that um, nationalists will always insist that their country is the best. Number one has to come first, no matter what. Mm which can betray people. That's the problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Patriotism, though, is national loyalty, though. So that can be kind of problematic, too. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's so close to nationalism. I can barely see the difference. I think patriot. Yeah. Patriotism is more of a national pride. OK. I'm not that into that either, but OK. OK. So, yeah, I don't I'm not I don't know if I'm totally into that. Are you a patriot, Josh? I'm proud. It, like I said, it's all conditional. I'm proud when of which country huh <laughs> i'm a dual citizen that's true i'm proud of either country traitor we i'm proud of either country when they do things worth being proud of that's the thing oh way to fence it that's exactly it like you shouldn't right. be yeah. blindly you shouldn't be blindly loyal no that's true that's a great point are you only loyal to those two countries are you only patriotic about those two countries that you are a citizen of of which you are a citizen are you saying because we're jews and we also yeah. have like another loyalty yeah by the way this is a that thing that was a right? thing yeah <laughs> jews were often accused of that like they can't be trusted because they they're loyal they call it dual loyalty right that's it yeah well i do have a dual loyalty yeah. right because i'm both american and canadian you already have a dual loyalty so for me it'd be a triple loyalty just want to yeah, point that out it's just your loyalty spread so thin it barely counts as anything i was thinking about bringing this up but it is kind of a bag of worms right but a bag of worms i've always heard a can of worms maybe i'm combining two idioms or whatever i think it's (laughs) no that's fine i like it i like it better a bag of worms because that sounds like we were like gross yeah okay all right sorry let's open up this Um, bag of worms (laughs) yeah i'm gonna rip open a bag of worms instead of a can of worms yeah I would not reuse a can opener that was used on a can of worms. Okay, I'm sorry. Actually, this patriotism versus nationalism thing kind of applies here too, Mm. because there's a difference again between having a certain pride. Like, are you proud of your history and your culture and and, and things like that? There's lots to be proud of. I think I even mentioned on this podcast before, I have pride in that. Mm. But am I blindly loyal to everything? You know, especially when there's a company or a brand or anything that purports to be part of that. Mm. Like, of course, it's a smart thing for them to say, oh, if you're proud of that or loyal to this cause or idea, well, that's us. Yeah, that's us. Okay, well, you prove it then. Yeah, like you have to earn you have to earn that from me. Like people will tell you, yeah, blindly follow be careful what I say here. (laughs) Well, like going to war is potentially like blindly. Okay, this is perfect. This is a perfect example. Going to war. It's demanded of you for your country. Yeah, well, you have to look. It's like ask questions. (laughs) What are we going to war for? Yeah, I'm sorry. They say like, you know, don't ask. Don't ask, don't tell. That's something else. Yeah, we would both make terrible soldiers. Let's be honest. Terrible. Don't ask, don't I tell really... is a different thing, Josh. I know, I know, I know. I said that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we would make terrible soldiers. Let's be honest. It's like, don't ask, I don't go. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I feel like you would piss off whoever's in charge really quickly with all your questions. You know, actually, it kind of bothers me because the way it works in the military structure is you work your way up often from being a soldier who just does as he's told. Mm-hmm. 
And then eventually you get to be put in charge. Yeah, those people don't know how to tell other people what to do. They just know how to be told what to do. Well, not necessarily. They might know how to tell other people what to do, but they obviously, the type of thinking or lack mm-hmm. thereof you're supposed to have as a soldier, I don't mm-hmm. think that necessarily leads mm-hmm. to you being a leader of that sort. You think asking no questions isn't an ideal leadership quality? Is that what you're saying, Josh? Exactly. You need, to be a critical, you need to be a critical thinker. I'm sorry. You sure do. Yeah. Good leaders have to be critical thinkers. And if you're rising up from the ranks of people who are not supposed to be, like you're mm. being taught not to be in a sense, that can cause problems in the type of leadership you end up having right. in those areas. That's my opinion. No, I think so. I think we actually talked about that in leaders versus followers as well. Oh, yeah, is, maybe. Yeah. Because I was like, I feel like I've heard this before. But then like, you know, so going to war obviously is one thing. But what about, again, we're Jews. Let's talk about it. I don't want to. Do you feel like there's this, let's talk about it. Do you feel like there's this question, this demand of loyalty to Israel? Do I have to answer this question? Yeah, I I'm mean, not saying whether is you, there, whatever you yes, feel. Yes, there is a demand of loyalty. Yes. By the way, I want to start off by saying I am a supporter of Israel. I, Josh, we just lost half our listeners, man. Like, you just, Which ones? Can you just tone it down, man? <laughs> no, I support Israel, of course. I love Israel. I've been to Israel. I have family in Israel. But again, the... It's different, you know what I mean? Demanding loyalty is something else, mm. right? You have to earn that loyalty constantly. I'm not saying that they don't right. sometimes, right? but it's still not an unconditional thing, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I can, I can be loyal to certain aspects, but it's, again, it's, there's all these like, what, it's not conditional, all these like clauses, not exactly clauses, all these, what, what's the word for that? Conditions. Conditions. <laughs> yeah, conditions or like uh, all these oh. things that kind of whittle yeah. it down to something that I don't know that everyone would consider loyalty in the way that it's yeah. expected. You know, Israel's very meaningful for what it stands for, you know, for the Jewish people, for, you know, the safe haven that it is and has become following, yeah. you know, millennia of persecution. There's lots to be proud about as well in, in how yeah. our people helped kind of survive and thrive amidst that persecution. But it doesn't mean I'm going to be loyal entirely to whatever government comes in or whatever. And it's so hard to be loyal to something that is, again, it feels like a team or a political party in some ways. Like there are little aspects of it that I I don't like. Exactly. If you get one leader, let's say somebody comes in, that's the problem when somebody says be loyal to the country. Like, what does that mean? Mm. Because it's like, okay, maybe this one leader is really good. And then the next leader is really bad. What am I loyal to right uh, now? Fuck you, Netanyahu. No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not even going to say it. I don't even, I didn't okay. even, I'll be honest. Maybe. I didn't even hate everything Netanyahu did. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just gonna be honest though. Yeah, no, that's good. Be honest. You be honest <laughs> so I can sit here quietly, which I'm not doing, but I will. <laughs> it's not like I necessarily hate everything even Netanyahu did. It's just, I'm not loyal to somebody that isn't consistent. And that might betray my loyalty. And someone who clearly has their own interests. Yeah, their own ulterior motives and agenda or whatever. Yeah. If their cause is my cause, then I'm loyal to that. If they start doing it for other reasons Mm -hmm. and then start demanding my loyalty, it's like, why? Prove it. Even if they think that you guys have the same cause, but the way that they're going about it diverges from the way you would go about it. Well, that's part of the cause. Yeah, exactly. You have to, you know, there's moral ways to do all the ends justify the means kind of a thing, right? Yeah, this is so tricky, <laughs> the subject matter. Yeah, no, I have a related question. Sure. What do you think of loyalty to tradition? What do you mean loyalty to tradition? Like, like you mean following like a, every single year yeah. we have to put up the Christmas tree? Like, what do you, you mean? You have to do this because it's the way we've always done it. Oh. Or we have to do this because it's what is demanded of you based on this thing that you are supposed to be loyal to. Uh, you mean, for example, saying, and that's your advert of the week every single episode? <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I was thinking of, but that works. It's tradition. I, I, it we can't tra- change that. I'm sorry. You got to be loyal. I think 
that's more of like a comfort thing, right? It's, it's fun to have a thing that you're consistent about. That's more consistency than tradition. Tradition, you know, like, okay, so I'm, I guess I'm thinking of something specific because I've been okay. in the car with my grandma before and she says something like, you know, it's like that song in Fiddler on the Roof, Tradition. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that bothers me. Just like, especially because in that, what, what is that play about? Like a father disowning one of his daughters? well it's one of the things in there it's more about things i mean fiddler on the roof actually is kind of damning that it's the idea that tradition when people when you really look into what's going on in fiddler on the roof it's kind of showing you how that holding on to tradition and not embracing modernism is can be very damaging it can be toxic oh is that is that supposed to be the point yeah fiddler on the roof isn't i should watch that again a lot of people don't really understand fiddler on the roof i don't think i understood it bringing up my tv show again by the way that i'm working on yeah literally talks about fiddler on the roof in the very first episode and about that really because one of the characters is going on about how like fiddler on the roof is extolling the virtues that they think fiddler on the roof is just like what i just did okay yeah exactly and then the other characters like you know that it's not really about that right do you think that we've inadvertently turned into your tv show (laughs) uh maybe i just like talking about the same things yeah although i brought up fiddler on the roof this time but i do remember that you mentioned it when i was talking about something in my life and you were like oh it's like fiddler on the roof and i was like (laughs) yeah it's not great (laughs) So actually fiddler on the roof might help you make your point right here Mm. because yes, please make my point for me. Well, you're saying loyalty (laughs) to tradition. Yeah. I think following tradition is a form of loyalty is what you mean to say. Yeah. 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 Right. Like being stuck following tradition. I think tradition has its, it's comforting to a lot of people Mm. and it's uncomfortable to break from tradition, but being loyal to it when it doesn't serve you anymore. Yeah is very, again, it can be damaging and it can cause a lot of also cognitive dissonance. Right. Like, can't we pick and choose? Aren't we, aren't we allowed to choose what works? And it's like, well, you can't just Mm -hmm. select what you like. Why not? I think we always have to be, this is what we said before. You have to be able to question it. If someone says you can't question tradition. Yeah. Screw that. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay. What is the most Jewish idea of all? question everything question everything right now some people will say yeah question everything and then you know, well, the answers are here just want to let you know though <laughs> and it's like i don't think that's what question everything really means oh when they say like the answers are in the bible is that what you're saying yeah, well some people say question everything but like i'll tell you the answer <laughs> all right buddy yeah no I, yeah, okay yeah it's like i don't know if that's what it means to me i think yeah we all have our own moral compass yeah and we have to be allowed to, we can't have somebody kind of goad us into not yeah. following it by using these, like, it's tradition. Right. Or this is your party. You know, no matter what, you have faith in this party. Have, another idea of that loyalty is like, they tell you to have faith, mm. you know, to kind of keep, to string your loyalty along. It's like, no, ask questions, no matter what. Yeah. I, do you think that you're saying that some people find comfort in tradition and I mean, people find comfort in loyalty too, right? Because mm-hmm. it simplifies things in a way. It's like, these are the things that matter to me. So if you're loyal to certain things, let's say family or friends, and you say, no matter what, then you've got this, I don't want to say easy, but you've got this sort of simplified morality. Yeah. Like it's easy to prioritize when you yeah. say, this is what I'm the most loyal to. And I have to yeah. be loyal above all else. Then you don't have to think all the time and you don't have to ask questions yeah. that people don't want to hear. and You don't have to challenge people. You've heard that before, right? Like be loyal to your family. Yeah. Like family first. Yeah. 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 I mean, you might as well be saying country first mm. or be loyal to your country. Like, I'm sorry, your family has to earn it too. If your parents are abusive, you don't have to be loyal to them. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be loyal to anybody. Yeah. Loyalty is conditional. I think we want That's kind of our point we want to make here. Yeah. And that includes your family. And if somebody feels like they're, when someone makes you feel bad, like 
you're betraying your family by not being loyal to them right now. Mm. There's a lot of people out there that have this, like, they're just kind of depressed and upset because they feel like they're not, you know, living up to what their family wants from them and they're betraying their family, not being loyal to them. Like, no, don't worry about it. Like, your family they're just people too i'm sorry like it's cool that you have if you if your family does it right they can be a really great source of love and comfort and trust Mm -hmm. and you can all lean on each other and depend on each other but if they're not there for you like truly there for you in all ways not just physically but mentally emotionally you don't owe them anything yeah I, i believe that I believe that. I agree with you. And I think I like that you're saying these things because I, I would like to point out that we're kind of saying this like, of course, yeah, just like, don't worry about yeah, it. People don't... It's really hard. Yeah. It's hard to yeah. do too. Like, I mean, how long did it take you to reach that conclusion, Josh? Um, did you feel that way as a kid? Like, oh, I don't owe anyone anything. I'm in a unique circumstance or uh, position there because, as you know, my mother passed when I was 16. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I've talked about this before, but like my mother was not the nicest person. I did obviously as a small child feel like I needed to, as a kid, that's what you believe, yeah. right? You need to be kind of loyal to your, your parents and family. But I think I learned earlier than others that mm. maybe it has to do with, with her passing and stuff and me being able to really look at things critically that, yeah, I don't, if you're not being treated right, mm. you don't have to maintain that loyalty. Mm. But that's, I, I learned that so early, I feel. And yet there's still people at my age or older who have never, they don't see that. Yeah. You know, family, it's like holy. As soon as somebody tells you something is holy, it's it's almost religious. Like yeah, it's sacred. It's, yeah. it's sacred, right? It's like we talked about the sanctity of life mm. and the whole abortion argument, right? Like, oh, life is sacred. And once they believe that, mm. then suddenly it starts becoming illogical to stand up for something that you've defined as life. Right. <laughs> even yeah. though it's not really life and it shouldn't overtake a life that's already there or that life's decision. So in the same way, with your family and everything. If somebody says loyalty to your family is sacred, it's like that can get really, really toxic if it's not a two-way street. Yeah. Well, you're saying that you learned it early and yeah, you did learn it early in comparison to most people, but you're saying you learned it when you were 16 and your mom passed. It's hard to, it's not like I can just pick a point where I learned it. I wish I could because like, it's whenever I started to critically think about the ways in which our parents aren't perfect and they're just people Mm. too. And also like, what is a family and a family unit? Mm. I used to have so much pride in like my family unit. I used to think, oh, like three brothers and their parents and a cat. And we have this like cool family unit. I was the oldest. Mm. We're all close in age. I don't know why there was all this pride in in this unit that we had. And even though looking back, I was miserable a lot. Mm. I was miserable a lot because our family was quite dysfunctional. And I mean, dysfunction is normal, but I mean, you know, kind of toxically dysfunctional Mm. at times. So the moment I started to see, or the moments I started to see that that was kind of just in my head. Sometimes you're, you're loyal to it because that's what you want. You want to believe that you have that. Mm. So you're loyal to the idea, but not the reality. That's a great way of putting it. What about you? Okay. I think we're running out of time now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking if you're loyal to your family. I know you love your family. Ask me a more specific question. Oh, like when did I realize that loyalty is should conditional. be earned? Is conditional. Um. <laughs> Uh, it's not, I should have thought of that before I asked you. I feel like, yeah, again, like you said, it's not a specific time. I think like part of it is just realizing that what people are asking of you sometimes is unfair or yeah, they're asking more than, than anyone should have to give. Yeah. I think that's when it kind of, uh, like you said, and I think it's not so much a realization as just kind of something chipping away at what my idea of what it is to be loyal was. 
And like, why are you being loyal or why are you feeling this obligation? Is it just an obligation now that you feel that you have to do for some unknown reason? Yeah, it's not so much that it suddenly changed, but more that just living and and dealing with people's expectations from you that were not necessarily for your benefit, but for theirs or for what they Mm -hmm. thought was what you should do. Yeah. Is what people are asking of you, are they at all considering you? Yeah. Because they're asking you to consider them. Mm -hmm. So you have to ask, do they consider me either in this moment or or generally? Is it a fair thing to ask that in mind? Yeah, that's a key question. Is what they're asking of me? And they might say or they might think that it's in your best interest, but you reach an age where that's no longer it's up to you. Someone else's choice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to be loyal to somebody else's choices about you. Yeah. If they're like, yeah. trust me on this. And easier said than done. All of this is easier said than done, right? Like, of course. Yeah. You make me think of, um, I don't know how much I should go into this, but like my ex-girlfriend, actually, I think that was a big issue. And I think she was younger. She was younger than me. And maybe I had it in my mind because you can realize these things at a young age. I expect everybody else to also be there but you know as if you said people cannot realize this for their entire lives I think yeah and I just remember like she was loyal to her family I thought to a fault Mm. and again her family was they're good people it's not it wasn't about that but the family had certain there were priorities as a family that were kind of decided for her right you know and when your family decides something like as if this is a it's weird. It's like a government within a government. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of families are like this yeah. where we've decided as a family. It's like, I didn't decide. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what kind of, what is it? Cause families are kind of dictatorships. Mm. Rotating dictatorships. <laughs> oh my God. Don't mean that up. <laughs> um, no, you're right. And you know, I mean, it's, it's, I'm saying yeah. they're dictatorships, but like, it's weird. You ever feel like you enter your house and you're in another country with its own rules mm. and then you exit the house and you're like, that's only in there. I can go out into the world like I don't but Mm. people get kind of and I think this is what it gets toxic It's when you take that with you some people will take that with them they get sucked into thinking that that is the world Mm. and that happens in toxic relationships as well Mm -hmm. right it's like you can leave that guy just walk away go live here you don't need to stick around and be in that abusive situation you can you know I understand when people feel a commitment and it's difficult, right? Like some people, their loyalty is, let's say to their family and it's, it's right. You know, their parents are really good to them and all this stuff. And now their parents are suffering and they need to take care of them, but they also have dreams and hopes of their own. And they feel this like tug of pull of doing what I want to do at this time of my life, but also helping people who helped me. That can be very difficult. I can understand that. Mm. And sometimes it's just like, there is no right answer. Whatever way you go, there's a loss. Yeah, That's less what we're talking about in terms of like stepping away from loyalty, right? That's a- Yeah, that's an understandable kind of conundrum there where, you know, your loyalty loyalty can just be difficult, mm. especially even when it's earned. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of adding on to that, what you're saying about when people are expecting things of you in terms of loyalty, when you're talking about being in someone's house or being part of a family, what you were talking about with your ex-girlfriend, like her family has certain rules that she had to follow or they made certain decisions, but they're making certain decisions for a thing that they're not going to go through. To make a decision for someone else when you're not the one living their experience, living their life. Mm-hmm. And people can do it with the best of intentions, but there is a point where every person needs to be able to think for themselves. I mean, that's not always possible, but yeah, to be able to think for what is best for me and realizing I am the one who gets to decide that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference between loyalty and being supportive and loving and sure. trusting. Yeah. I think there is, I mean, again, I don't want to attack the word loyalty in total. No, no. I, I think sometimes there is attached to that this lifelong vow aspect. Mm. This no matter what aspect, but if the thing or person you're loyal to 
becomes different, transforms into something that wasn't what you were loyal to them before. Mm -hmm. That's not the vow or promise you made. Now, I understand that's up to you, though, right? Like, for example, if you're supporting somebody and they fall into drugs or alcoholism Mm -hmm. and they become difficult in some way or they end up, okay, that's a choice, though. You can choose to be loyal through that because you have hope that you can get them out of that and help, right? But there is a point where if that seems like they've now changed, they've turned into something else that isn't what you were loyal to, then yeah, then they betrayed your loyalty. Mm-hmm. Like we just said, it's a two-way street. So ditch your friends as soon as they have problems. No, that's not, <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying- not what we're saying at all. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's fine. I know that's not what you're saying. <laughs> I'm sure there's other podcasts extolling the virtues of loyalty and how important it is. And I'm sure there are others pointing out the pitfalls of it. Like, No, no, no. I don't hear it enough. I honestly don't. Hmm. Well, now you're hearing it. You're hearing it here. <laughs> On adulthood friends. I've heard people talk about misplaced loyalty, Mm. but the idea that your loyalty should stop at some point Mm. isn't, I haven't heard that as much. Okay. The idea that maybe it was worth being loyal to that before. Right. But it's different. Maybe the party has changed. Maybe the person has changed. Maybe the country has changed. Yeah. Whatever it might be. Maybe you've changed. Maybe you've, well, yeah. Maybe your own values have changed. Yeah. And of course, I can always, you know, you can lose the loyalty for somebody. And if they change back, then okay, you can be loyal again. But if to you, if that's not loyalty, and I don't know what to tell you. If loyalty is a no matter what, don't ask questions sort of thing, then adulthood friends is standing for that. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously being seen as a loyal person Mm -hmm. can be good and useful for you, right? You can get hired onto jobs and in companies or whatever. Like, So trick people into thinking that you're loyal, (laughs) but don't actually be loyal. Is that the message we want to leave? (laughs) No, no. I just think that you can be perceived to be loyal. And honestly, so if you have shown commitment to something that deserves it. Mm. Right. Right. If someone, though, looks at you as having broken your commitment. Yeah. And that means you're not loyal and didn't look at why. Right. Like if somebody's like, oh, I don't know if I can hire this person into our party because, you know, they were they were loyal to Donald Trump and then they like sold him out. It's like, well, what did Donald Trump do? Let's. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> oh, I don't want to date this divorce person because they promised their exactly love to someone already. And now they what did they turn their back on? Exactly. That's a perfect. Although, on the other hand, though, if someone has repeated divorces. It is worth looking into why. <laughs> may, yeah, may I'm not, not saying don't <laughs> ask questions. I'm saying ask questions, ask questions and consider the answers. Yeah. Yeah. So we should point out that there are consequences of not being loyal, right? I mean, like anything that's a valued trait in society, if you don't seem to be following that, then yeah, there are some places where loyalty will be or not seeming like a loyal person might get you into trouble. But You're talking about perceived loyalty, right? Yeah. What about the good kind of loyalty? Good kind of loyalty. What do you mean? I'm basically saying like, if you break a certain trust with somebody. Oh, if you break a trust for no good reason. Yeah. Oh, well then I would then you're showing that you're not trustworthy. That's different. Your loyalty should be conditional, but if it's only conditional on what works for you and what you're like, you're using other people, like, you know, like one of the examples I was thinking of when I was thinking of like why loyalty can be a good thing or some loyalty is important was like, you know, I've been watching Game of Thrones and like, (laughs) there are some characters that operate completely independently of any kind of loyalty. And I think that's- It's no honor. There's no honor, yeah. It's got no honor. There's no honor there. Like that's just, uh, it's kind of despicable. Like you look like you can understand, okay, they had a hard life. This is a a tough world, but they're not the characters that you're rooting for. 
you know, the characters you're rooting for are the ones who who have yeah. who have loyalty to certain people and yeah. selective loyalty, but or basically that they're able capable to, of it. Yeah, they're capable yeah. of loyalty when it's deserved or earned. Like when That's we right, see yeah. somebody, especially when somebody does it first, like, hey, I'm putting it out here. Mm. I'm gonna be trusting you. Yeah. I hope you can return the favor. And if the other person betrays them, it's like, come on, man. Yeah. I can't believe you <laughs> did that. Oh, oh, like when Rob well, says are we gonna spoil Game of Thrones for anybody? Spoil? It's been out for so yeah. long. I don't I even don't, you never know. Fine. We'll we'll specify. We'll have one episode that's all about spoilers, in which I will include spoilers. Oh my God, we can talk about spoilers in an episode. Which, by the way, better not spoil anything for me. Uh, we should. Yes, I know it's one of your things. <laughs> I won't. Pet peeves. When we do pet I know. peeves, I think that'll be the whole pet peeve. Okay. I guess I'll it. just wrap by saying this: like, I work in an industry, you know, the entertainment what do you film do, industry. Sorry? Uh, you know, art. <laughs> I'll give an example. Like I'm writing the show that I brought up at the beginning. I like how this has become a good through line for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a through line. I don't know if it's good no, one. it's been great. No, it's good. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to roll my eyes there. This show that I've been working on, I'm, I told you I'm working in a group of four. This happens all the time, right? Like people work on something together. They make a lot of promises to each other. We're going to work together. We're going to do it this way. We're going to do it that way. And then somebody comes along and says, all right, here's the deal. And like half the people are going to get what they want and half aren't. What do you do? Mm-hmm. Do you go for what's best for you? Do you stick with the people around you when you made certain deals? Obviously, we're trying to work with people that we feel are loyal to their promises, especially if they kept up their end of the bargain. Mm. Everybody up to a certain point actually doing what they said they would do. At that point. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just thought about you're a no burper, how you can't burp. Yeah. Because I was going to say, like, you look like you need to burp. And then I was like, <laughs> he can't. And I started laughing at my own joke in there. That I'm was so, so in your own head. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I can't burp and it's tragic. Anyway, as I was casually telling you, it's very important <laughs> to, I do believe in sticking by your word, especially when other people stick by theirs. And if something changes, the best way to go about it, if you think that something might not serve you, but you made a promise and you kind of want to remain loyal. If you're talking to someone who's of you know fair mind, you can explain your position. Yeah, You can tell them, what you feel may or may not benefit you. And, you know, hopefully say like, I'm not going to, you know, I made a commitment, mm-hmm. whatever that is, I am loyal, but understand my position. And maybe there's a way we can work this out. Yeah. Solid advice. <laughs> this has been another episode of Adulthood Friends. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this, please follow us on various social media platforms. We're available everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and other, which is does actually show up as as one of the main places people listen to us so if you're listening on other you just keep listening on other also follow us on facebook oh right 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 yeah like us like us etc liking and following are two separate things so i suggest doing both unless you really don't want to hear about stuff from us that you could just like yeah or you can mute us i guess because we post a lot but we don't post that much all we ask from you is your loyalty yeah just unquestioning loyalty okay guys yeah. just be loyal we demand it actually yeah yeah and if you aren't loyal then i mean then you're a bad person naturally right of course yeah. it doesn't matter if our podcast changes from what you thought it was in the first place <laughs> we demand that you stick with us no matter what because that's what it means to be a good loyal person yeah on an unrelated note this will be my last episode (laughs) Uh, how do we usually end this thing i don't know i don't like when we ask how we end it i think we should just start ending it that way just like really while we're blah 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 yeah because we ask how do we usually end this thing i've heard feedback where that's not feedback yeah i don't know i feel like we should be loyal to the tradition well the tradition is that we cut each other off not necessarily i'm pretty sure every single time we've said how do we end this thing there have been times when we don't and it's 
<laughs> uh, fuck you, all right. 